Mick and MG in the morning. Brought to you by Sportsbet. Nobody does it easier than Sportsbet. Las Vegas, bright lights, big city. Goes across the crook and Kenna scores. And South Sydney has struck first here in Las Vegas. Championship. He's over the halfway. He's 40 metres, 30 metres, 20. They will tie the game up. It goes to Tom Dvojevic. There to Ben. Ben goes himself. Ben Dvojevic scores for Manly. They came, they saw, they played, they won and lost. Uh, it's all been done. What do you make of it, MG? Uh, did it reach everyone's expectations? I had massive FOMO watching it from my uh, lounge yep. room on Sunday. It was a landmark day for our sport, given that 40,000 uh, people attended the game in a foreign city, um, in a foreign stadium. The, four, the performance of the four teams was like finals footy. Um, the overall reactions from the Americans on social media, some superstars, you know, tweeting and sharing comments about how good is this game. Um, I just think it was such a significant fact happening in our game. I, I can't remember something like it, the, the buzz, Mickey, probably since 1980 when Origin first came into our, our existence. You know, a lot's happened to our game, both positive and negative along the way, but this is, this has overwhelmingly been um, I think rubber stamp by all league lovers is something that they want to be at next time that happens. And you can bet your bottom dollar that all the other clubs who are watching this from afar can't wait to get their mitts on some Vegas action. And what do the Americans make of it? What's, uh, you know, when we're breaking it down now, how did it affect their psyche? Human cockfighting, they called it. They oh. called it. They, they couldn't believe. <laughs> they couldn't believe all the blood that was shed. They couldn't believe that these guys were playing with no helmets. They couldn't yep. believe that these guys had no shoulder pads on. And everything that was promoted in the lead up to the game had come to fruition because, as I said, they had we had four of the best fullbacks on display over this weekend with Tommy Turbo and Latrell starting at us off, and then Tedesco and, and Walsh, and they didn't disappoint. Everyone, every player played their part, and every administrator played their part and every fan member played their part. So, look, just it, it couldn't have went better. Volandis has actually called it the great. He's the, the greatest achievement of his career. And this is what Volandis had to say uh, pre-match uh, to Fox Sports. We can make it here. It could be worth tens, if not hundreds of millions of dollars for the game. You know, it's not going to happen in the first 12 months or the first two years. We've set ourselves a goal over five. This is the start. This is the foundation. We now have to build the house. So this is the plan of attack, right? It's a five-year plan. Yep. Uh, the first one has been done and dusted. What happens next year? Do they go back with the same teams? Do they go back with more teams? Uh, is there a bigger build-up? What, what do they do to further embed the game into the American psyche? All great questions. All very great questions. What they are, what the NRL are sweating on this morning is the ratings figures from uh, the American Fox Sports 1, where they wanted to try and at least get 1% of that market. They said if they can get 1% of people from America watching this game, yep. well, they've made it. But um, I think I think next year, I think Penrith and, and the Warriors are two teams that have been linked 
to start the season off. Um, I would like to see we, we do a magic round um, once a year, and the AFL do it as well. Um, I think that maybe we'll get to a stage, maybe by that fifth year, when we see that the whole competition is first round is is out of Vegas. I don't know how wow. they do it logistically, but Jeez. this this was so big. It was it's um, they reckon the build up, Mickey, in the streets and stuff. They've never seen so many rugby league fans in one place, especially from like. A lot of players, uh, England had a big representation, Jamaica, uh, had people from France, had people from all around the world gathering to uh, Allegiant Stadium to, to watch this festival. And it was a festival, had that, that, that type of atmosphere. The games didn't disappoint. Well, the games about, were good. The games were great, mate. The games were semi-final-esque. And I think uh, the players need a big pat in the back for the way they performed in, in their first game of the year, which was kind of... You know, taking out the trial games and stuff. This is their first big hit out, and to do it in such a, a an enormous ways, it's 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 a, it's a landmark day. It's a really landmark day. It is. Well done to everyone involved. We'll uh, cover it as more figures roll in, and uh, there's more to digest. But uh, you've got to say congratulations to everyone on deck and involved with this very bold experiment. Hello, Australia. Are you ready for queer Christmas? Welcome to the 46th annual Sydney Gay and Lesbian Mardi Thousands of proud peers and allies strut their stuff up the Oxford Street catwalk. You'd be able to expect to see us from space. We've got a kilometre of lights on 80 people. It's already pumping here along Oxford Street. It's the one and only Adam Lambert. Arguably one of the biggest, if not the biggest, uh, days, weekends on the social calendar here in the big city. I want to know what you all made of it. Uh, who was there, please, from the team? Um, I was, and then I took Josh as my plus one. Um, and how'd you go? What was the vibe like there? It was incredible. It's the first one I've been to in decades, and so even though people right. said there weren't as many people since World Pride last year, everyone was so friendly. I left Josh to go to the toilet for about <laughs> five minutes, and I came back, and a swarm of, of men had just included him into their friendship group. Oh, like, yeah, it was Joshua. Just, but it, what, they weren't even you know hitting on him or anything. Thing. It was just, they would, everyone was just talking, friendly, festive. dancing, festive. It was great. Yeah. Well, uh, they do know how to party, I have to say. Oh, Owen's yeah. with me. Yeah. Owen, you didn't go down yourself. You were there earlier, but you watched it on the telly. Yeah. Where does it sit in the Mardi Gras for you? It was, so, yeah, so I went down early to chat to some people. I spoke to the Sydney Gay Bears who said they were very excited to have you on board. Thank you. On the float. <laughs> <laughs> Make some room up the front of the float. And the gay tradies as well. The gay tradies. Gay tradies. Yes, they loved you as well. They were the highlights for me. The okay. Very big fans of uh, Mick Malloy and his budgie smugglers. But yeah, so I went home. This is the first year I've actually watched the parade on TV. Yes. Normally I'm out and about and having a, having a good you, time. You're involved. You're front uh, and centre. Yeah, front yeah. and centre. I was a bit more subdued this year. And it was, it was an interesting um, coverage of it. I don't know if you saw any of it. I was watching it on the ABC, who I'm just going to say, I thought their coverage was lacklustre. Mm. I don't think it really gave much excitement or added much. 
they were crossing down and kind of no agree. one seen that vibe. Yeah, and I don't, everything it was a big party going on around them. Yeah, but they weren't bringing it. I agree, and you're not you know you don't want to knock anyone else's coverage and then anything like that. But I got a similar vibes as well. And it's interesting speaking to Cat and Josh who were there who said that the vibes were massive. Jim, it's hard to maybe it's just hard to for that to come across. Oh, it was great. Well, yeah, I've never been to a Mardi Gras. If you can't make the gay and lesbian Mardi Gras feel. Uh, like a massive party yeah. and everyone's having fun, you're not doing your job because it's there, laid out in front of you. Uh, it was colourful. What did you want to say, Josh? Yeah, I've never been to one. Kat invited me to go and I was a bit apprehensive. I was like, do I go, do I not go? And then I went down there. The streets were heaving. Like yeah. it was packed. Every street around uh, Oxford Street was just pumped. There was DJs. Like people were just... At their house, they had a DJ set outside their window. There was parties out front of houses. There was parties everywhere. It was pumping. Like I, yeah, I was told it wasn't as big as the World Pride last year, but I was shocked how busy it was. Yeah, and, and I noticed and a- everyone was getting together and chatting. Unlike when you go to a pub with straight yeah. people and you don't, no one talks to straight, each other. Mate. It yeah. was honestly. <laughs> I should have gone. Oh, it was unreal. Uh-huh. Uh, you would have been in your element. What did you make of it, Tash? Oh, do you know what? It has such wonderful memories for me because I used to live in near Paddington when I was younger, and we'd always gone at such a wonderful celebration, happy vibe. And I noticed on yes. your social media, oh, and I was thankful that you were keeping refreshed, keeping your liquids up while you're watching the coverage. <laughs> you have to, right? You have to. But the street oh, yeah. party's where it's at. Last year there was a street party on Crown Street um, and we ended yes. up in some random person's house. Don't know how I got in there. Yep. And you're overlooking on the balcony and it is jam-packed. And it's, to be honest, the police, everyone seems to let it go. Everyone knows that it's that time of year yeah. where everyone's having a bit of fun. Yeah. They're a bit more relaxed on the drinking in the street. As long as everyone's responsible, they don't mind. And that's what brings the good vibes and the happiness to Sydney. Now, on this Monday morning, has everyone gone home? Are they tucked <laughs> up in bed? Are we still seeing roaming groups of people out there wanting to party on. There'll be people still partying. No <laughs> doubt about it. Sometimes Sunday's the biggest day. There's the uh, laneway up at the Beresford there. Yes. And that kicks off on a Sunday. And there'll be people still on the streets right now. Oh, I went. So, I, I played uh, tennis. Sorry, I played tennis at eight o'clock on yesterday morning on what? Sunday, and it was near the Horden, and all these people were streaming out at eight <laughs> o'clock in the morning, leaving the club in jock straps. Like it was <laughs> unreal. That's the way it should always end, as far yep. as I'm concerned. Well done, Sydney. A big night on your a uh, big weekend on your calendar. You've Bloody done it yes. again. Top shelf. Great to have Sportsbet back on board to chaperone us through the NRL season. Uh, it started. Uh, the big boys are coming out to play, and that includes Sportsbet. Make this NRL season look easy with the Sportsbet app. That's all you need to do. Uh, whatever you want to do, however you want to bet, whatever game you want to bet on, just go to Sportsbet and they will sort it for you straight up. Nobody does it easier than Sportsbet. Uh, give us some head-to-head markets, MG, on some of the games coming up. Well, some of the yeah, upcoming games in round one. Knights will take on Canberra this Thursday night. Melbourne and Penrith in a blockbuster on That's Friday That's going to be huge. We should well, take a bet on that, you well, and We me. will have a big bet on that. And, the, and yep. another local derby kind of Parramatta Eels and the uh, Canterbury Bulldogs on Saturday. Abba, a plethora of rugby league, Mickey. Mate, it's back, and uh, our good friends at Sportsmen are back to yeah. help us place those bets. What a load of fun. It's all coming up. Well done, Sportsbet. What are you really gambling with? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Go on, sport. Wow. MG Sport Report. 
Yeah, amongst all the fanfare yesterday, there were a couple of gripping games, and it started yeah. off with the uh, Seagulls taking on the Rabbitohs, and most thought that the Rabbitohs would uh, would account for the Seagulls, but um, Daly Cherry Evans, Tommy Trebojevic, and in particular uh, Luke Brooks, who's been basically lambasted most of his career and maligned, and he starred yep. for the Manly Seagulls yesterday, Mickey, and he must have been thinking to himself, how long has this been going on for? Because he had like he's had 10 or 12 years at the Tigers. Um, he's come over this year with the Manly Seagulls, and he looks like a different player. Unbelievable. Just a, a change of teams, a change of scenario, an injection of energy, and bang, he has lifted. You yep. got that right. What about the other match? Uh, the Roosters were, again, they were underdogs that would take on the Broncos, who basically started on – they started really sluggishly, the, the Broncos, and without – uh, Flegler and Farnworth and Capewell, I, I don't know about their chances this year because they seem to have two or three forwards missing and they didn't have much punch. The Roosters yeah. forwards around the middle of the ruck just basically smothered them and Tedesco was back to his perfect form. As soon as you try and bag a champion, this is what he does. He was <laughs> by far the man of the match in this game yesterday and um, it was just an awesome game. Twenty Roosters ended up winning. Obviously, there was a uh, there's a, 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 a moment that marred the game with a, a alleged uh, racial uh, slur from um, one of the forwards from the Roosters, Spencer Lenu, at uh, the five eight for the Broncos, which is ongoing. We'll find out more about that in the, in the coming yep. days. But um, look, the, the crowd of forty thousand seven hundred forty six. The today's papers, front page, back page, the, the Telegraph have said that they're taking a bit of a pun on the the movie side of it, called it American Beauty and the greatest show on turf. Um, it's just it was a it was a historic game. It was a historic day for for rugby league and the two teams in the middle of the of the Oval, um, did not let us down one bit. Did you see anything from the teams to make you change your predictions for top eight? Did you see yes. anything that you thought was really encouraging? I thought that Broncos will be in the grand final with Penrith. I now know, and now I don't think they will be. I don't wow. think after, it's one performance, I know that, but if we were going purely on that yesterday, I think that both, uh, all them, I think the four teams who play will, make, will all make the eight. But I don't think that the Broncos will be in the grand final. They've, got, they've lost too many forwards and they've lost a, a star centre in Herbie Farnworth. So uh, I'd have to rejiggle that, I think. A lot of energy's gone into this. What happens to the teams now? They come home when? Are they on a plane today, yeah. tomorrow? When are they back? They don't play this week? No, so they would have went out in Vegas last night after in American time and had a little celebration. <laughs> what could go wrong? <laughs> Don't forget, they did have the commissioner's phone number, so that would be one of how many times you got <laughs> That's text. That's right, yes. <laughs> but they'll come back. Uh, the, the weekend proper starts this week with Thursday, Friday night, Saturday night footy coming back, and these guys, these four teams, have a good 10 days to get over their bumps and bruises and, and their jet lag, so they'll be, they'll be primed for round two. All right, and Penrith all got home in one piece, mate, after their trip away. Yeah, they did, mate. They all got back on last uh, last Tuesday, and they uh, they travelled to Melbourne this uh, Friday to take on the Melbourne Storm, who have not lost a game, the the first game of the year when Craig Bellamy has been their coach. So over twenty years, right. they've won their first game. It's going to be a, it's going to be epic. We'll have a crack at that, you and me. All right. Breaking royal news. Royal wife. My penis was oscillating. Your Majesty, Mummy. Big <laughs> royal news floating around, as reported in the papers today, front and centre in the Daily Telegraph. King Charles the Third is considering a trip to Australia. Uh, however, he's he's tight for time. Won't <laughs> be able to go everywhere. So you've got to put in a pitch. Oh. Uh, to see 
if we can get him to come to Sydney. What do you know about this, Tash? Yeah, Mr Albanese has confirmed that it looks like, despite the King Charles's recent cancer diagnosis, that it's possible, so nothing's been locked in, yeah. that uh, King Charles, along with Camilla, will visit around October uh, this year. But nothing has been officially locked in. But as you mentioned, the states and territories have got to make their great pitch for why they should see King Charles and Queen Camilla. And why do you want the king in your state? What's the? Is it like Tay Tay? Like there's going to be yeah. so much merch sold, or it's going to bring people out? And there'll be a boost to the economy. What? What is he doing? What benefits is he bringing? Well, I think also there are still a couple of monarchists out there that will turn out and see him. I'd pitch straight away that he can see the best roads in the country at Roselle Interchange in Sydney. Oh, <laughs> oh hasn't that gone well? Which is a debacle. <laughs> no, so part of your pitch <laughs> yes. to get King Charles to Sydney. Yes. I think we should make a pitch for <laughs> Prince Andrew. Oh, Mick. <laughs> Let's leave That'll him where he fun. is. Yeah, leave him where he is. He's done enough, d- enough damage on another island. Yeah. We don't need to bring him here. Excellent point. He can come here and let rip in oh. his lock up your daughter's tour. <laughs> oh, that's horrible. <laughs> the skiff? Could King Charles get into the yeah, skiff? Oh, well, he mightn't get in. <laughs> in Manly? Would, bring your ID. <laughs> so what are you yep. doing? You're coming up with ideas to lure him here or what about Penrith Beach? Penrith oh, yeah. Beach, Mickey. Has that on, been it's, officially opened? It's been. I, Has someone quite, cut a ribbon? I, I'm not sure, to be honest. Oh. I think that they've just uh, they've come out over the weekend and announced that they're going to extend their their beach activities for another couple of months. So they should extend good. it until he gets out here and he October. can cut the ribbon. There we go. Wasn't there, there a famous scene with Prince Charles in Australia on a beach where a woman went up and kissed him? Yes. I think it was Koo Stark, wasn't it? Mm. Koo Stark. Oh, I remember that Koo name. Stark, yeah. he was in the water, approached him. <laughs> yes. And they had a pash. They did. Oh, yeah. Yes, she was in an amazing oh, bikini. That's not Penrith Beach. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> what is. We recreate that scene. Yes. <laughs> was it Koo Stark? Someone fact-checked me. I think I, it was. She was in an amazing bikini, remember? And he was blushing. It was very controversial. Made yeah. front page news everywhere. Yeah, he's red. <laughs> he had the billabong zone. It was, it was actually Jane, it was Jane Priest. She was a 26 year old model that I'm giving some intel on. Mm. So, well, it was Koo Stark. I thought it was Koo Stark too. What happened to Koo Stark? So we can get him down there in the lolly bags. Yes. To... <laughs> and Camilla in this the is, bikini. This is the pitch. <laughs> Who has to make the. Right, you've just got to rule it. Imagine, imagine he's body surfing with them hands of his with his fingers. Oh, He'd be able to have, imagine like if it was a nude on. beach. Imagine oh. if for the day we make Penrith Beach the nude beach. Oh. <laughs> now you're talking. Now you're talking. Oh, boy. Sausage fingers out. <laughs> sausages. One of his, one of his uh. sausages everywhere. A Koo Stark had a relationship with Prince Andrew. Oh. Yeah. Oh. That, that, that should have been a, a red flag, <laughs> a flag for someone. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Well, there you go. One triple three five three. why don't you give us a call and tell us what's the pitch? What, uh, oh, how yeah, can nice. we entice King Charles to Sydney? Mm. What's he going to do while he's here? Let us know. Ty's on the line. Ty, what would you do? Uh, good morning. Let's take him down to uh, God's country, down to Cradulla. Let's go for a... Uh, Early morning surf at uh, Shark Island and uh, go watch a shark game. Bash a few beers in, then across back to Norby's for a bubbler and a few more schooners. Oh. And then, um, <laughs> and then maybe up to the mall for a massage late night. 
<laughs> Comprehensive. Uh, his prostate has, is enlarged. It could probably do. With a second with opinion. Some, with, some, with some treatment from a handmaid. Uh, all right. Ty, that's a big sell. What, so he's got to spend his time in Cronulla? Yeah. Has he got to tie the Australian flag to his neck like a cape? That seems big in those parts. Yes. Mm. Just a pair of boardies, all you need is just a thong. All right. Ty, calm down. <laughs> well, he's either got to go to Cronulla or Penrith Beach. He can't go to both, so we've got yeah, to work out which one. Uh, you want to see him go to Penrith, don't you, mate? Of course I do. Yeah. Oh. Penrith? Yes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Penrith Beach, it's up and running. They've extended its uh, licence. It's all good down there. Graham's on the line. Graham, what do you got for us? Hi, guys. Hi, guys. Surely it's go, got Graham? to be Northern. Hi. It's... Surely it's got to be the sewage treatment works at North Head. They've done such a good job of cleaning up the beaches. Um, there's been a few hygiene issues that I'm sure they Royals like a bit of help with. Oh, yeah. They're... What's he doing down there? Is he working on it? Is he cutting a ribbon? Is he is he dropping a log? What's he doing? All, all the above. It, yeah, exactly. Seeing how they clean things up. All right, Graham, it's a bold idea. I don't know if that's going to get him across the line. I don't know if it's going to swing it in our favour, but uh, it's a bold pitch. Phil, Phil, what's happening with... Uh, Charles, where's he going? Mate, I definitely want him in Penrith, but not half naked. Like, he's right. going to look like Monty Burns, right? Like, seriously. Yeah. I, I don't think he should go to the, in, the indoor flight thing, because I want to see what happens with, you know, aerodynamics and those ears. <laughs> <laughs> he's like Dumbo. He's like Dumbo. Yeah, <laughs> dear. He could... He can fly off the reservation with those ears. <laughs> I don't know what was going on. Uh, well, Phil, yep, uh, I'm putting your submission forward. Macca's on the line. Macca, uh, what do you want to see him do? I reckon keep it simple. Let him to uh, let him let him put a saddle on Camilla and enter oh. her in the Everest. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. Uh, well done, Macca. Uh, we will put all those ideas into a document <laughs> and slip it to Chris Mins and say, there it is, weave your magic. Mick, there's actually been a big push for you to attend our Mad Monday party in your lolly bags. Oh, oh yeah. What baby. are you talking about? Well, Don't be ridiculous. No, no. Where's I'm, that coming okay, from? Okay, so... You, you mean know, this is the picture we posted online of me? Yep. That, in my, in my salmon pink red viral uh, speedos, which have to say drove the ladies mad. Oh, it wasn't just the ladies that it drove mad. Oh, Owen yeah. took it out on Mardi Gras and showed it to a few people milling around the Mardi Gras scene on their thoughts of you and your lolly bags, and it got quite okay. a reaction. How do you describe him in two words? Be honest. Um, <laughs> two words. Fake. Oh, listen, that's a bear in the making, sweetie. We want two of those. Is he dressed like that tonight? Is he on a float like that? Uh, so he wishes. So we reckon he's an honorary bear. What do you reckon? If he was on a float tonight, what float should it be? Uh, definitely not the bears. He's not hairy or fat enough. Yeah. I don't know about the undies, but, yeah. like, knees improvement. So do you think he could be an honorary bear if he came down, or what do you reckon? He's, oh, got, a, he's got a big bear energy about Yeah, he's total bear energy. <laughs> yeah. People tell me he's a bear. What float do you reckon he should be marching on if he was marching tonight? He shouldn't be marching. <laughs> <laughs> and before I let you guys go, how do you describe him in three words? 
Daddy, daddy, daddy. Do you reckon if you went to Universal tonight, do you reckon you'd pick up? Pick up a drink, probably. Pick up a schooner, I hope it'll pick up. <laughs> Big bear energy. Daddy, daddy, daddy. Work out. Was, was that wow. positive? I, I don't uh, know. 50 50, I'd say. 50/50, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first time I've ever been described as not hairy or fat enough. I'll yes. give you that. That's a big Crikey, tip. I'll take that any day of the week. Well, maybe I will yeah. come in nothing but the lolly bags and my oh, sunglasses. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, that'll be a little something for the ladies. Mm, love it. Form an orderly queue. Oh, wow. Such is ready. Should we get um, people um, along? One triple three five three. Come on, let us know. This is your last chance this week to be part of the magic. Next Monday, it's going to be on like a ding dong. Laundy Hotels presents Mick and NG's Mad Monday. Laundy Hotels, family pubs across Sydney, where you're always welcome. Check out laundy.com.au for a full list of venues. Come and see your war, mate. Mick and NG's Mad Monday. It's on, people. It's at the Horse and Jockey Hotel Homebush Mad Monday. It's happening. I've been working very hard in the background on this event. <laughs> I'm almost exhausted. I can't wait till it goes up so I can finally... Relax. So much pressure yeah. on you. Back. Excuse me, you can't even <laughs> decide on a costume. No. So who did you, you tell us you were coming as last week? Tina Turner. But can and now just... here today, that's out the window. No, what are you doing? Might be a last minute change. We don't know. I just thought Peter Volandis was under so much pressure with Las Vegas, but you're <laughs> under more pressure than him with organising this. Oh, well, and, uh, he should come and have a look and see how you organise a proper party. Well, yeah, we should invite, we should should, invite him. Well, yeah. I'm going I'm, hey, I'm to come as Peter Volandis. There oh, we go. Now, Perfect. That, that is, yeah. <laughs> yes. you, get, you get him down here and we will show him how to throw a party uh, like he's never seen. Just get King. This is how we get King Charles here. Oh yes, showing Mad Monday. He'll go. He'll go. What? I get to go to Mad Monday. Oh, Ooh, count me good, in. <laughs> That'll be fantastic. Uh, we've got great beer. The Jetty Road beer is up oh, and yes. about. Uh, we've got uh, great stars on deck: Blocker Roach, Wendell Sailor, Wade Graham, James Rain performing. Oh, oh, we just need a few more punters coming along, dressed to the nines, Terry. Uh, what are you coming as if you get the nod? Uh, I'm coming as Australian Jesus. Okay, Australian Jesus, and how's he Australian? Well, he's got a mullet for starters. Yep. yep. Um, he goes everywhere with a six pack. He doesn't turn yep. water into wine, but he turns beer into water. There'll be no loaf of bread and fish to feed everyone, but I can bring along a couple of packs of party pies. All right, Terry, you are in. Bang. Can't wait to see Australian Jesus knocking the top off one at 10 o'clock on a Monday morning. Uh, Hey, Jesus will disappear for three days after that. (laughs) You won't see him for three days. He'll be dead. Behind a rock somewhere. Uh, Eliana, what are you coming as? Hello, I think we need a bit of other action. Oh, yeah. Yes. I think, yes. Anna. You know what? I was surprised the girls here didn't lock in yeah. on that earlier. We could have all I thought, we could have gone out. We could have had, we, the four of us could have gone, I'd be Betty, you'd be Bjorn. Mm. Yep. Uh, yeah, definitely need some ABBA there. Yeah, okay. I tried on that costume at the costume shop on Friday. It was a little tight. So <laughs> maybe I'll leave it to Iliana. <laughs> we can are you in the right the, section? Uh, at the end of the day. <laughs> I, I'm in the adult section. The costumes are so yes, short and are. tight. Yes. yes. I've got a long torso. They do not. 
have enough Give material. <laughs> it's like trying to get back into your wedding dress for you, isn't it? Like, <laughs> do you know what? I'm thinking of coming just in a nappy. I, we heard that idea the other day. I think it could really work. Yeah, boss an baby. Adult nappy. Come as boss an, baby. An adult, with a an adult yeah. baby. Uh, yeah. I don't mind it. Love it. Uh, <laughs> uh, Iliana. Joel, uh, Joel. Yes, Iliana, you're coming. Bang, lock it in. Joel, what do you got? I'm going to come as a big gold Oscar. Oh. The Oscar trophy. Yeah, that's the big trophy, yeah. So you're going to spray paint yourself You spray paint yourself gold? Yeah, that's the pen, yep. Gold gold spandex into the, in the gold face paint, I reckon. Oh, <laughs> oh go and see that. See that. Uh, and, and someone else will come as a Logie. <laughs> <laughs> we won't let him. Bang, you in, Joel. Well played. Yay, Yay. Joel Lee. Uh, get cracking, you lot. Not many more chances to go. What the f*** is going on? God, you are dumb. What the f- is wrong with you? Making MJ's What the f- WTF? What do you got, MJ? Did you know that the word gymnastics comes from the ancient Greek gymnasium, which means to exercise naked? What the f***? This sport began, <laughs> began as a way for young Greek men to train for war, practicing their exercises without any clothing on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Very let's dangerous. Gym- let's go to the gymnasium. Oh, I used to compete nude. Mm. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I don't like seeing people throw a discus <laughs> if they've got so, got their, oh, their dogs on. That's got well, to be know nude. They reckon they're they going to the, they're gonna do the enhanced games. Why don't they do the nude games? Oh, the fully nude. Oh, the old, I'd, I'd watch that. The, <laughs> the ancient Greek nude games. Oh, oh, man. Let's, let's go. Let's get there. You can have your eye out. I, I, I'm, I'm not sure I'm looking forward to them forming the Olympic rings, but oh. <laughs> beyond that. What about, what about the relay? You might grab the, you might grab the wrong get the relay. All I'm saying, Sorry. if you fall over on the beam, that would be very dangerous in gymnastics. Oh, jeez. Oh, Why would you do gymnastics nude? There'd be... Oh. Stuff going all over the place. It'd take your own eye out. Yeah. I'll be doing a full routine, being beaten to death. Booga da booga da booga da. Minding your own business, doing a round off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. no. I'm Shervo. Shervo doing the, the Olympics naked. Oh, it'd be like an anchor. Well, or, like, or. A, like a winged keel. <laughs> it's own hydrofoil. <laughs> I'm sorry. Jesus. Matt's a lovely <laughs> broadcaster. Oh, are we all done? Yes. I think yep, so. Finished. Cat. <laughs> I think we're done. Cat. Singer, oh, singer Billie Eilish revealed this in an interview. A couple years ago, I had a dream about Christian Bale, and it made me realise I had to break up with my boyfriend. <laughs> what the f***? She had a dream about Christian Bale so, and woke like up. An erotic dream. Yes, like a favourable dream, and then went, that's a sign, my boyfriend's got to go. What? Was he like in Batman or American Psycho or <laughs> which? <laughs> she, she hasn't given that detail. I think Batman. I think it was Batman. I would suggest so. Yeah. Well, and you've got to go. Yeah. That's it, go. you're out. Mm, unbelievable. Have you had an erotic dream about a star? Uh, a present company excluded, of course. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I might after Mad Monday if you come in your lolly bags. <laughs> More like I a nightmare. Had... <laughs> I had a dream about Catherine Zeta-Jones once. Did right? you? I was a general on a military parade and everyone... <laughs> And everyone was green, except her was in. A, she was in a red dress. 
Oh, and next thing, next thing you know, she said she was coming around to see me, and <laughs> I thought I heard a knock on the door. And when I opened it, it was just a donkey rubbing up against the fly wire. Oh. Wow! <laughs> I think you need to get professional yeah. help on what that what might mean. Fact. That's when my girlfriend said, "You have to go." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Tash, what have you got? <laughs> Sylvester Stallone has Navy SEALs train his daughters in self-defence before they recently moved to New York. What the f***? Yeah. Mm. We did this one, Tash. Well, why? <laughs> oh, did we? Oh, because yeah. he's worried about them moving to New York and their safety. Wouldn't yeah. you just go as their dad? If anyone yeah. broke in and Sylvester Stallone was the well, dad. Rambo, then, yeah. Rambo yeah, correct. Mm. Yeah, he's tiny, apparently. He's yes, he's very short. Five foot six. Mm. You oh. get the idea, people. One triple three five three. Lots of prizes to be won. One thousand dollars up for grabs. Oh wow! Wow! Yeah, starting the week fresh. Let's get into it, Ian. What do you got for me? A woman has lost an eight hundred k disability case after photos emerge of her winning a tree throwing competition. <laughs> what the. <laughs> f- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll do it. If you're chucking a tree around, yeah. More than likely, uh, not disabled. Wow. What type of tree was it, do you know? Oh, I'm pretty sure they were Christmas trees. Oh, heavy. Why is she checking a Christmas tree, by the way? Oh, was she a spare time on her hands or was it a competition? What happened? Oh, it was a competition. I think, a co- yeah. I think it's a competition, yeah. All right, well, there you go. <laughs> Oops. That's a very expensive uh, throw. Mm. Yeah, of a Christmas so. tree. 800k, cop that. Alison's on the line. Alison, blow my mind. What do you got? G'day. You'll never see your own face with your own eyes. You'll only ever see it in a reflection. What the f***? Oh, I'm doing it now. Yeah, I'm trying. <laughs> I'm doing it now. I can see a bit of my nose. I can see my mouth. Hurts. I can see uh, like a bit of a mo. <laughs> so a tongue to oh, oh, my face is not looking good. <laughs> I can see I'm being told to wind it up. Yeah. Um, well, that's not that impressive, though, Alison, is it? Well, you can't see your whole face unless you pop your eyeballs out. And oh. when they're disconnected, you can't see anyway. Yeah. So, mm, she's got a point. Yes. Yeah, but that's not surprising to me. Like, usually you go, wow, I had no idea that would be true. But, of course, you can't see your own face. Weird. Never. Yeah. Never. Yeah, you, well, oh, you so you're not getting any money. Oh, oh, come on. How about Mad Monday? I'll come as Princess Fiona. Oh, yes. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, I don't know why, but sold. You're in. Sold. You're coming. You're coming. <laughs> you're coming come pri- Luckily, Princess Fiona couldn't see her own face. Whoa. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Bring a mirror, Alison. Haley's on oh. the line. Haley, what have you got for us? Hey, guys. How you going? Good. All right, so because you were talking about your lolly bags, Mick, it got me thinking yep. that budgie smugglers, the word was used so much that the Oxford Dictionary added it in 2016. What the f***? Wow. What are the slang words for speedos? Sluggos, budgie smugglers, lolly bags. Yep. Hey. Mm. Bag of go. fruit. Bag of fruit. Bag of fruit, the mixed grills. Yeah. Togs. Uh, Togs. Swimmers. Mm. Uh, Oh, thanks. Gee, oh, well done. Your, your input this morning what did you has say? just Swimmers. been sensational. Swimmers. Swimmers. Oh. No money today. Thank you. Oh, no money. M93.
SMG's Sport Report. Yeah, Nathan Lyon has spun Australia towards a 172-run victory over New Zealand at the Basin Reserve over the weekend with the tourists taking a 1-0 lead in the two-match series. Uh, the veteran off-spinner claimed 6 for 65 to help roll the New Zealand by for 196 on Sunday morning, finishing uh, the match with figures of 10 for 108. Uh, it was a, definitely a spinning wicket. Um, the Kiwis had us on a bit of toast there on a couple of occasions, but they couldn't uh, they couldn't quite grab it with their both hands, and uh, Australia just showed their dominance again. Once again, Mickey, they're just a juggernaut, this well, Australian team. When you prepare a pitch like that, there are going to be times when you're dominant. But I, you know, I like an aggressive pitch. I like a pitch that gives Same. something to the bowlers. But they've, they've gone too far. That was yep. a poor test wicket because it became virtually impossible to bat. So I, I don't know why they did it. Probably because you know someone's going to win it. You know it's mm. not going to go the distance. And if you win the toss and get them on a dodgy pitch, you. Here may be rigging the deck a bit, but uh, I thought it was a bit silly. Um, yeah. I love aggressive pitches. I love great games. And you look, make no mistake, there are plenty of highlights and a lot to like. But, you know, when you're losing four or five wickets for the, in the space of 20 runs regularly, yeah. uh, you've probably had a shocker as a greenkeeper or you've been told to prepare something uh, for a specific reason. But that mm. said, got the chockies. And uh, he just continues to take bags of wickets, this bloke, doesn't he? Oh, he's amazing. He's amazing. They call him the goat for a reason. He's the best offset spinner that the world's ever seen, or along with Murley, I suppose, because Murley bowls a bit of both. But uh, also yeah. over the weekend, we saw something very, as far as boxing goes, Jake Paul has added uh, his boxing yeah, resume with yeah. another win in the first round. This is how it went down. Yeah, What's he fighting in? Just tell me. They're just pure exhibition fights, right? He yeah, goes yeah. around, finds a guy who got punched drunk in, yep. you know, 10 years ago, handpicks yep. them, and they go down. Are you allowed to bet on this stuff? Of course. I, I think. Wow. It's just... I, 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 just, uh, I just find it ludicrous. I, I know that a lot of boxers, uh, Ryan Garcia being one of them, has, has kind of said, I'll, I'll jump in the ring with him. A lot of other boxers have jumped in with him, but he hand. Yeah, he picks his opponents. Yeah, he picks them, uh, and they go down. It's just, it's a that's, sad spectacle. I would watch his fights if they were fights to the death. Yep, that's, <laughs> that against him, against be, him and his brother. Uh, him and his brother. Oh, good Lord. Uh, so I'm sorry we even have to cover that in sport. And we've been joined live in the studio by friend of the show, Dom Knight. Dom, Dom how me. are you this oh. morning? Good morning. It's just been a big, big weekend. Feel like I was in Vegas. Uh, yeah, very, very you do. exciting stuff. I, what did you do for Mardi Gras? For did Mardi you, Gras, look, uh, what, I've, what would you? I've been to the parade many times before. I used to live uh, quite near where it goes. It's a great night out. But we did the least Mardi Gras thing possible uh, on the weekend. Yes. Me and a bunch of the boys went to the Bob Hawke Beer and Leisure Centre in, in Merrickville, a okay. sacred site there to have the, the lucky prawn Chinese food. And, uh, yeah, there weren't a lot of people celebrating Mardi Gras at the Bob Hawke. I'm going to have to stop you there. Yep. I've, this is the first I'm hearing of this. The Bob Hawke Beer, what's it called? Beer and Leisure Centre. See, oh, that is the good. way That's we awesome. celebrate XPMs is, is special. In Melbourne, of course, the Harold Holt Pool. 
uh, yep. commemorates what he loved doing best. Here we've got the Bob Hawke Beer and Leisure Centre, and there's actually this Hawke's Lager that he set up before he died yes. with a bunch of investors. They raise money for land care. It's a good cause. But good you, on you go to this warehouse in Marrickville, and it's like a shrine to the guy. There's like there's a pool table. They've got the the jacket from the America's Cup. Oh, and you have some tinnies. There's even a yard glass mounted on the wall. And I, oh, I tried to get them to give, give me a go. The, the so quickest it, yard glass in. It was in the Guinness Book of Records. Ever. Absolutely, yeah. no, absolute right. uh, a, a legend. So something that I we love can all aspire to is have a, a basically have a brewery named after us. That's what we want. I, I love this country. Like if you go to America, they all get a presidential library. Yep. Yep. Or some kind of resource center. Nah, it's a beer and leisure center for our people. <laughs> That's so good. PMs. I just wondering, are they going to do a, a presidential library for Donald Trump? I mean, surely the guy wants a strip club <laughs> or something. <laughs> The guy does not read books. <laughs> no. no one will darken that doorstep. None of his supporters, not him. Absolutely. But so, I've got to say, go. massive weekend for the NRL. What it a was. huge, what a huge yeah. win to get for what forty six thousand people. I think quite a lot of them though were tourists wanting to see the new Cirque du Soleil. Going, oh, this is very, <laughs> very avant garde. What's going on? A bit different. <laughs> and just the culture shock was quite bizarre, right? You're seeing a chemist warehouse logo in the middle of an American sporting field where they play the yes. Super Bowl. I'm thinking Americans are going, I can't believe this, a place where you can get prescription drugs for 30 bucks? What's going on? And I think some of the people there also, they heard you could get some big hits there, uh, a lot yeah, of big yeah. hits in an NRL. They were looking for drugs. It's Vegas. Yeah, of course. Correct. They know what they're doing. Who was promoting it? Who do you think this is, is responsible? This is the thing. i, I got to say, Russell Crowe, what a, what a champion. Yes. The, the video that he made... Well, we've got a bit of it here. You could, uh, just an incredible promotional job and explaining the game to Americans Goosebumps. as well. Rugby league is football. But maybe not as you know it. Arguably the fastest, most aggressive, ball-in-hand football game that exists. Rugby league is played on a rectangular field of 100 metres in length with an oval-shaped ball that is slightly thicker through the middle. Every player is required to tackle, to pass, and in a given situation, maybe even to kick. No helmets, no pads, no timeouts, no blocking, no forward passes. It Lots goes, of bubbling. It, Lots goes, of bubbling. <laughs> it goes on for about three minutes. Like the guy's explaining the finer points of line dropouts <laughs> as he goes along. He's a passionate man. And I've got to say, though, it made me think how many people were at the game because they genuinely want to find out about rugby league and how many people are there because Russell Crowe can sell anything. I mean, put Maximus on the case. I reckon it could sell chess. It might sound like this. Chess is military battle, <laughs> but maybe not as you know it. Arguably slower than watching paint dry, slowed down to a tenth at the original speed. Chess is played on an 8x8 square chessboard by two nerds who would be killed immediately in a real battle. The pieces include pawns who are useless, castles that are called rooks for some stupid-ass reason, bishops that move diagonally because they're sexually deviant, and knights which move two squares one way and one the other. Because honestly, who the F knows? Then there's the Queen, who can go anywhere, and is the only woman these dogs have ever seen. The objective of the game is to capture the King. He can only move one square at a time, because he's just as unfit as the dweebs who play this thing. Chess. No helmet, no pads, no friends, and no life. Oh, sign me up. Go, so, Russ. I'm ready to play. What else has caught your fancy out there oh, at the moment, mate? Do you reckon Russell Crowe could get rugby league popular in Melbourne? Wouldn't that be the ultimate challenge? You sold it to Vegas. Uh, what do you do with it in yes. Melbourne? 
Well, it's made inroads. I've got to say there's a huge uh, fan base for the Melbourne Storm, but I I probably wouldn't go putting a second team in there just yet. (laughs) I think everyone who loves the game are already on board. But, uh, <laughs> good luck right. with that. But no, look, the other news uh, this morning, the King is still coming to Australia. Very, very big news. Yes. He's fighting cancer at the moment. I don't know how that's going. The King, you might know, he believes in homeopathy, which is where you treat any condition with basically water. Yep. So good right. luck, Your Majesty, with that. But uh, Albo's come out and said he's still coming here. He's happy to go to any overseas country without Prince Harry in it. So uh, we're still on the list. <laughs> can, I, can I put it to you that the House of Windsor is in disarray. The wheels have fallen off. Yep. So Harry's gone. William's at home. Kate's unsighted. The prince is, uh, the, the king has cancer. The only one out there doing anything is Camilla, and she's uh, she's actually cooked at the moment, said she needs a holiday. Yeah, I've I never bet. seen it. I've never <laughs> seen the pickings more lean uh, when it comes to public appearances from the royal family. They even had dusted off Prince Andrew the other day. They were like, just, just hide wow. the children, get him office. out, get him yeah. out there. But apparently we're going to be bidding. So this is what happens when the king visits is yeah. we put in a bid for the visit. And I've got to say, I reckon Adelaide can have him, let's be honest. <laughs> like, come on. And with all due respect, we've moved on to Taylor Swift in Sydney. Like, you know, Correct. the King's not going to fill four Accor stadiums, is he? He is not indeed, and uh, he's not going to affect the economy or sell as much merch. No, definitely not. <laughs> I think get, get Sausage Fingers out for an Aussie barbecue, though. That'd be, what, that'd be a good way to welcome him. But where do you think, <laughs> Kate, right. where do you think Kate's gone? This is the, this is the thing. What's, There's a lot of questions. What's, what's your theory on it? What do you think? Well, the, 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 the big theory on the internet over the weekend has been the Brazilian butt lift. It's, uh, that, <laughs> we know there's something going on in the abdominal surgery. I mean, some people have been suggesting, is this some organ harvesting going on for the king? Uh, will we ever see her again? <laughs> I like to think she's, she was at the NRL in Vegas getting yep. absolutely smashed. Wow. So, and of course, these days, someone only has to disappear from public oh. for four days and the conspiracy theorists are queuing up. So I love yeah, the Brazilian butt lift. That's a beauty. Yeah. Um, I th- I've like to suggest that that's why Tash wasn't here for me. <laughs> yeah. Did you notice? She, yeah. she said it was an illness, but... Yeah, but you know, no. uh, <laughs> She said the Brazilian. That's fantastic. She'll, she'll, be, she'll be running around here right now. And tell me about Kylie Minogue. Oh, yeah, so Kylie is... Minogue has done something that's extraordinary. Speaking of, of Aussie royalty, you know, look, and I think if the king comes down under, we should do this. Kylie did a shoey at oh. the Brit Awards. She got wow. a Global Icon uh, Award, one of the great moments of her career. And then some smart-ass presenter says, go on, do a shoey. It's Adelaide. Do like a shoey. Everyone wants to see. Should we do it? All right. Do I do this? All right. Do a shoey. There's one for you. Hang on. Yeah, clean. Kylie, you ready? Cheers. Cheers. Yay. It's and the curse of Australians on the international stage <laughs> now, isn't it? Do your shoey, do it. I've got to say, though, Kylie's feet, I mean, it would have been a thimble of alcohol, wouldn't it? <laughs> and the, pro- the project team came out and cast aspersions and said it, there wasn't any liquid in the shoe. Come, you can't say that about Kylie. That is outrageous. She's Aussie royalty. <laughs> She's diggy dies. Uh, they should remake Cinderella with Cinderella doing a shoe. Oh. I don't know. <laughs> doing I'm a just series tr- of them. 
<laughs> I'm just trying to uh, modernise a little bit. Hey, Dom, thanks for coming in on this Monday. Uh, we really appreciate it. How's uh, how's the podcast going? Oh, we're looking at uh, where where Kate Middleton might be on the podcast today. Fantastic. It's very tasteless. I she's wouldn't pregnant. listen to Oregon, it. She's pregnant. <laughs> pregnant? Yeah. You heard it here first. I think she's going to be a royal octo mum. <laughs> just as long as Prince <laughs> Andrew's nowhere near her, it'll be fine. Well, Stay away, Andrew. Let's get some DNA. Oh, that. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Well done. Go to Dommy. Mick and MG in the morning. Brought to you by Sportsbet. Nobody does it easier than Sportsbet. Mick and MG in the morning. Weekdays from 6 on Sydney's Triple M.